All right, here we go, Spotify world. Are we fixing tuner back in? All right, good people. Let's see, we are back. What's going on? All right, now uh, we took a break there. Went outside and had us a snow cone. Yeah, and uh, we now, even got us a steak sandwich. We're ready to go now. Uh, Spotify, Apple Cast again. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, we also always want to thank all our sponsors: Colbert Law Firm, Scott Lloyd's Legal Service, and Kevin's Landscaping. Yeah, mm. Jr. and April McKenzie, and of course Warrior Jim. Thank you guys for hanging in with us. This is our college spot. Uh, we're going to talk about the games we seen yesterday. And uh, again, we thank y'all for tuning in with us and just hanging out. I'm Big Matt and Diamond Dean and YouTube family. And uh, we're just glad to be here. Good Lord's been good to us. Had a beautiful day. Might be a little rainy tomorrow, Dean. Really? Yeah. That's rain coming in. Probably tonight, later, and tomorrow. Man, I don't think I'm we're not... going to get a lot here tomorrow. Oh, okay. Probably tonight. What about Tuesday? I think it's going to be 80. It's okay. going to be nice. It's, good. it's getting a little cooler. Yes. Yeah, I, I like it. Less, less humidity. I'm very excited about that always. Uh, well, Dane, the college stuff. Now, Florida State and Notre Dame are going to play just as soon as we get off here. Uh, what do you think about that They're game? playing. Well, they're going to well, kick they're off. they're playing, kicking off here in about two minutes. Right now. But I'm sure people would rather watch us than Florida State and Notre No, Dame. I don't say they. I wouldn't think they would get any viewership. No. Not with us, huh? Uh, Labor Day cookouts either they're gone, right? <laughs> I don't know who who you want who you want to do first. I mean, I we start with. I mean, we don't make no bones about it. We're Alabama fans, and yeah. they had the big game, but Georgia also had a big game. So let's just start with those two first. All right, Alabama, forty four thirteen. Texas out the Miami Hurricanes is a returning coach down there, Diaz, and returning quarterback King. Uh, thought he was going to have a stellar year to come in and make a, a nice little Heisman run at it. Uh, that was unfortunate for him because another young man on the other side of the ball, Dean, called Bryce Young, decided just to go ahead and break a school record of four passing touchdowns for his debut at Alabama. Most yards passing, 344 for in the debut. So right? he's up here with Namath and uh, Mac Jones now. His first game ever. He looked so smooth. I thought the most impressive thing about him was his inability his ability to keep from being sacked. Yeah. I mean, he just kind of like moved out of the way. He could feel that. Know? While we were watching, you know, you could see. Yeah. Uh, me and Sean watched it. Uh, in Ethan. I mean, he just smooth. They were just, you could feel the blitz coming right the middle. I mean, it's a door wide as the freight train coming through, and he just scooped aside, polished his nails I mean, yeah. off. Took a bite out of a sandwich. I yeah, mean, he's he cutting just... his toenails back there. And... <laughs> Got a dip. Yeah. I'll back at you. appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> very smooth. He, he just. I'll be honest with you. I told somebody at some point. I said that looks like a man playing amongst boys. And we wouldn't fan. We were not real big fans of his, was we? No, no. I just, you know, I mean, I don't really like them before somebody plays a game saying he's going to be win the Heisman. I don't like that. Well, we've never seen him play. We had nothing to go by. I still don't like one thing though. If I'm going to critique, which I can critique him, it's our show. I don't like how he holds the ball. Man, he don't run it. Down in the middle of his body. Oh, oh, when he moves around, I, I don't like how he moves the ball around. The ball's supposed to be up here, so it's just here. Because you have to come from here and then up. And what happens when you play an elite defense and they come around behind you, that ball's going to get swatted out of his hand. Right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. He's got, he needs to get the ball up. When he's ready to throw it. Uh, but he didn't take off and catch a rabbit quickly. I mean, Well, I mean, you know, when he's got throwing the match, he looks like Matchy's going to be the next great one, him and Jamison Williams. 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 94-yard long and 126-yard receiving with a touchdown. Mitchie had 76. Uh, how, how'd Rob do? Robinson. I thought he ran hard. Uh, 60 yards rushing, Dane on the day. Sanders had 41, and McLean had 36. So they got three-headed running back, right? Uh, receiving, Latou had two touchdowns. Bolden had 26 yards also. And our star player that we had mentioned for practice in the play of the week, we called out JoJo Earl. Oh, JoJo Earl, yeah. practice, he had 25 yards receiving. Keep an eye on him. Did the, uh, the stat line on the internet, I believe it was for ESPN, had Henry, how do you pronounce his name, Totu? Yeah. They had him making two catches for 25 yards, which it was actually JoJo Earl. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I saw that on two sources had Henry. And I'm like, Daddy, me and Daddy's talking about it. And I'm like, there's no way this cat, Nick Saban, don't play players both ways. No. Did Kool-Aid play any? I don't know. I don't remember I don't remember hearing his name called or nothing. He, I don't know. I just didn't think Miami looked good at all, and that could be because Alabama's great. Um uh, he was uh, 27 for 38. Know. Talking about Bryce Young, yeah. 27 for 38. 
Robinson Jr. 12 catches for uh, 60 yards. We talked about 501 total yards. Miami had 266 total. They passed for 178. Uh, they rushed for 88 yards. That's a problem. Defensively, Will Anderson led the way with nine tackles. He's good. Tutu had seven. Uh, Sanders, Job, Harris, Brewer, uh, Mathis, Battle, all had five tackles. Moody and Moore both had picks. He had 73 total tackles, seven for a loss for the Crimson Tide as they roll so in they're the getting year. after the ball, 73, because there was not – Miami did not run a ton of plays. Yeah. I mean, not – I didn't feel like they did. Every time I looked up, I felt like they were they were getting off the field. I think the turning point in that game was when they didn't score, and it would have made it twenty-seven to ten. Yeah. You remember when they got close? Yeah. Then Alabama come back and had a ninety-four yard touchdown pass right after that. Yeah. And that's your ball game. But I I think it's more the same with Bama. I mean, you just gonna, you're gonna have to play a good game to beat them. Would you not agree? Well, if I can find my up there, uh, yeah, there's definitely gonna be a. Somebody's gonna to have to adjust and try to try to get after the quarterback. And the only guy defensively that I can think of right off the top of my head that's gonna be able to get after Bryce Young and challenge mm-hmm. Coach um, O'Brien's offense mm-hmm. would be Kirby Smart because well, that defense, which will segue into us for the next game, Kirby. That defense just looked. They looked it amazing. reminded me of the old Alabama, the stunts mm-hmm. and how they uh, rotate the ends. And they're just running inside out, and the inside lines are running out edges. They're running a lot of stunts and twists on the line. And they're that awesome, too. Kirby signature move. Alabama used to do it all the time. They reminded me of the old 2010, 12, 13 Alabama defenses. Well, I've heard some Georgia fans kind of complaining about their offense. But, I mean, you know, their offense didn't have to do a whole lot. I mean, they had less than 200 yards, Clemson did. You hold a college team to less than 200 yards? JT was 22 for 30, had 135 yards. He did throw a pick, and White, our guy, he rushed for 74 yards. Yeah, yeah. They got three good running backs, Milton and uh, Cook. They're good. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. They just look good. I obviously think them and Alabama are one and two. Would you agree with that yeah. right now? Yeah. And Ohio State, three. That's my personal opinion. Um, yeah, they had 256 total, George did. Clemson only had 180 total yards. 180 total yards. They rushed for... Two yards. On 23 attempts. Two yards on 23 That's attempts. That's not good. That's why they lost the game. That's why. Because he got sacked seven times. This is, you, this is your running back right here. He had 10 yards. I will say this, and I was very happy for him, but a kid I coached against in middle school plays, got carried the ball four times last night. Unfortunately, it was against Georgia's defense. Dixon kid. Well, no, his last name was Pryor. Pryor, okay. But there is also a Dixon kid. And I guess the highlight for Clemson was that receiver. They had a receiver have a great game. And I cannot pronounce oh, his name. Yeah, the little Nag- white kid. Nagatu. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. But, I mean, Georgia just looked fantastic on defense. DJ was 19 for 37. Problem one. Problem two, uh, they had 10 yards rushing. Ugh, Lord. So, on 23 attempts, I, there's no way you're going to win a football game. And they turned over some. He just looked scared. He looked rattled from the start. He did settle down after halftime and kind of get out of his own head. He just looked like he had never really played a college football game. And yeah. that's what I said at the summer. Let's stop hanging the Heisman Trophy. Let's stop hanging the Heisman Trophy on for DJ. Right, right. He's let, got a long way to let's go. Let's don't put it in Bryce Young's room yet. Right. Let's right. don't say Spencer Rattler is the front runner for Heisman yet. Yeah, I played one game. Let's watch the play play the game now. If you want to have an opinion for one game, the one game opinion would be Bryce Young is the Heisman leader. And Spencer, I don't think we should even start. And I, I mean, I have a guy, Heisman talk to about week seven. Uh, I just I like the guy uh, Ryder at Cincinnati. Keep your eyes on him. Oh yeah, he's good. Cincinnati, Cincinnati's got a good football team. They won. They beat Miami, Ohio, forty nine fourteen. But I like him because Spencer Rattler looked rattled. Yeah, yeah, he threw for three hundred yards. Guys, they nearly dumped. They nearly got dumped on. Uh, so I, they they've dropped from our number one to number four. <laughs> uh, Would you not agree? Yeah. If you or wanna, do you even got him at four? Uh. Right now, if we had a playoff, I'd go Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Who else are you going to put in there right now? Yeah. What about Iowa? Yeah. Iowa look good. We'll, we'll talk about Oklahoma. Uh, 
since we're on that 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 topic, uh, mm-hmm. he was thirty for thirty nine. Rattler was mm-hmm. uh, three hundred four yards passing, two interceptions, one touchdown. But to give up uh, three ninety six total, four ninety six passing, and give up a hundred rushing versus two lane. They gave up 596 yards. I, I think it was total, total was 396. Wow. 296 passing, 100 rushing. Oh, 396 uh, to Tulane. Yeah. And Oklahoma locally plays Western Carolina uh, next week. That was just uh, that was a terrible start, I thought, for Oklahoma. But we did discover something. Tell, the them, game. tell them why Tulane. Remember where they, you know, where they practiced? I don't know. I don't know. Everybody was talking about that yesterday. You know, we watched the. I don't. I don't remember it. Yeah, Tulane practice at Tuscaloosa. At the, <laughs> oh, did I did not pay attention to at that. the workout. So, mm-hmm. you I'm think thinking, Nick got a hold of him for yeah. a few minutes? Yeah. All right, so guys, Nick Saban's right coaching there? Tulane and Alabama. Yeah, that, that play. I don't do that. Right there. So here's what you need to do. You got to open your hands, get your hand down there on there, and follow him. Oh, yeah. 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 That's it. Man. I mean, it's got to be. I don't know what's going on. Now, Forty to thirty. That was a thirty. Should have never been three close. point spread. <laughs> I don't know. Oklahoma just God, they're such a weird team. They may reel off the rest of them. Uh, they may reel off the rest of them. They obviously was not overlooking Tulane. Would you agree with that? No. Yeah, I, they definitely was. I, they just thought, you know, they've got the national championship and the quarterback's going to win the Heisman. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, what about Ohio State and Minnesota, Dean? Man, I thought Stroud looked great. We were rowing the boat. I still rowed the boat. I uh, thought they looked good, but I thought C.J. Stroud, and I will say this, and People may disagree with me. There ain't many receivers better in the country than Olave. Oh, no. God, he's good. 117 yards. Yeah, only on four catches. Yeah, uh, so. On only four catches. Yeah. Williams had 125 rushing. Stroud. How did Master T do? I, I didn't even. He, okay. had a, he had some yards. It was less than 100. I think less he's a good back. 60 yards, maybe. They had 495 total. Stroud threw four touchdowns. So uh, First game? First game? He did look as advertised to me. Yeah, he actually did a little better than I thought. But I was impressed with Minnesota. They hung in there. Yeah. They yeah. just couldn't. Well, they just don't have the players. No. They don't have the dudes like Ohio State. They've recruited, you know, in the top five for years. Right. Coach Day does a great job up right. there. That The road that Urban Meyer laid down there and right. paved out for them. Uh, They've had a good – Ohio State is what we consider a powerhouse. There's no doubt about that. And it looks to me like they're going to be in this hunt again. They could lose a Big Ten game. You want to lead into that? What was that? Uh, what was te- a shocking game to you? Was that Iowa, Indiana? That shocked me. Yeah, that was. They shouldn't have beat them that bad. Thirty-four to six. Uh, I don't know what happened. Iowa plays Iowa State next week. So, um, Iowa had three hundred three yards, rushed for seventy-seven, and won thirty-four to six. Indiana rushed one fifty-eight and had two thirty-three. Uh, Indiana plays Idaho next, so they should win that one. Should be a bounce back game for them. Iowa and Iowa State. That's a big game. That'll be next week. Iowa State looked terrible. We had them in the top ten. I know. Uh, Iowa State and Florida. Let's talk about uh, what about Penn State and Wisconsin. That was the game of the weekend. I, I'm going to go on and say that what reiterate what you just said. That was the best game of the day. Yeah, that's probably the best, best game of the day. I mean, you know, we're Bama fans, and we keep up with Auburn and Georgia, too. Mm-hmm. Georgia and Clemson was just a slugfest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn just absolutely disintegrates them. We'll get them next. And Alabama just wins big uh, as an opener. But, Dean, Penn State and Wisconsin, 16-10. Uh, to 10, Penn State takes care of business coach Franklin. We like him. What do you think about the game? I mean, oh, man, I thought it was fantastic. But I really thought that I thought Wisconsin was going to win it by one point. I did, too. And they got down there, and the guy had the – he had a guy open, and he didn't make a bad pass, but that one of those linebackers dropped. He may have been a safety, and he just read it and come over and picked it. Mm. And uh, they actually had another shot at it on, I think, the last play of the game, and they threw another interception. Yeah. But that – I think the most impressive thing to me about Penn State was they had 43 yards at halftime, Matt. Yeah, they wound up with uh, 297 total. Uh, Wisconsin had 359 total, pass 185, run for 174. And, uh, what Penn an State, adjustment. Uh, Penn State only rushed for 50 yards. Right, and threw for 247. Yeah. Uh, Sean Clifford, he had a good game. Yeah. He's been there a while. and uh, But 43 yards at halftime, then you gained 254 in the second half. That, that's good. That's good People. coaching. That's good coaching. Your adjustment. That's that, what I all mean, the greats do. That's 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 an amazing adjustment. 
I don't know what they did. They couldn't have done much. They wasn't in there but 18 minutes. But That's it. Throw the whole playbook <laughs> out. We're starting all the rest gone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Come here, guys. I'm going to draw it out. Draw it out here on the ground, right here. Unbelievable adjustment. I mean, you go 43 yards. and yeah, Then you come out and throw for 200. Yeah. In the second half. Uh, Penn State will play Ball State. Check win. Wisconsin will play uh, Eastern Michigan next. Uh, I would think they would win. Let's, I said we'll do Auburn next. 60 to 10. I don't know how much you can really say. Tank Bigsby rolls 119 yards, two touchdowns. Bo Nix 20 for 22. So the Harson, Mike, Bo Nix. The Harson era is in full effect, Dean. I told Mike I was getting him a life size Bo Nix. See that total, total, total yards? 612. That's a lot. Uh, I mean, they did play Akron. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have to be realistic. But well, still. Obviously, yeah. they were a ton better than Akron. I mean, 60 to 10. Uh, I think Auburn's going to be fine this year. I don't think you can go by that no, game. No, Auburn fans know. I've talked to some of them today, too, and they know. Yeah. Uh, they're worried about depth right. on their team there at Auburn. Uh, they're, they're not as deep as some other teams. Who they got this week? Auburn next week is – they have another – I wrote it down. Uh, Alabama State. Okay, so they'll they'll be 2-0. And obviously yes. Alabama plays Mercer, they'll be 2-0. Yes. Uh, staying in the SEC, Dean, I didn't get to watch a lot of Florida and Florida Atlantic. We were watching other games. But Jones, so he was 17 for 37. Throw for 113. Don't sound real good to me. Richardson run for 160. No, that sounds terrible. Thir- 17 for 37. They play South Florida next week. So the thing Gators, about Jones is he can run the football. That's right. He had uh, – he I mean, also – I had it down there. He also had some yards rushing. So that's yeah. a W for the Gators. SEC rolls on. Uh, and another W for the SEC – uh, it just means more hashtag. Mm-hmm. Uh, 370 passing for 70 rushing. Guess what team that was? Kentucky Wildcats. No. Mississippi State. Yes. They beat Louisiana Tech by one point. End of the game, field goal. 35-34. Congratulations, Mike. <laughs> I mean, I want them to do well. I just wish they'd run the ball. <laughs> Rodgers was 39 for 47. How many times did they run it this week? The forty-seven. They got better last year. Uh, they had they run for seventy rushes, seventy yards rushing. So probably is he still chunking? Probably the fifteen rushes. Fifteen twenty. Mm. Uh, Oregon uh, beats Fresno State close. I caught some of that, but Fresno Fresno's had good. Three hundred yards. Fresno is good. They already hammered Connecticut. Three hundred yards passing, and they nearly beat Oregon. I think they got a good football team. Uh, I'm not going to say they're going to win the national. Yeah, I said it here. Fresno State, national champions. No, I'm not going to say they're going to win it, but they do have a good football they team. They do. They're better than advertised. Yes. Brian, Oregon, Brian throwed for 172, but here's the news. Uh, maybe the bad letter news for the Oregon Ducks and uh, Coach Cristobal. Um, they will be playing Ohio State next week. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Where is that game at? I do not know. Oh, you know, I had picked a uh, possible upset, oh, and a lot of people had. Oh, my God. Are we off? No. A lot of people had picked a possible upset. I don't think – I think they changed that. I don't um, see that anymore. Speaking of upsets, i got one more score here on my page. Uh, I think we've covered just about everybody. Well, we got to talk about a few sure. more. Hold on. Yeah, I'm – yeah. No, I mean, just a couple more, not me. Yeah, I got some more, Dean. Uh, this is the surprise for us. We're going to have to eat a little crow. Hey, uh, honey, bring that crow pie in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ready for pie, crow. Uh, well, North Carolina gets dumped by Virginia Tech, 17 to 10. North Carolina has 354 yards total. Uh, they outrushed and outpassed Virginia Tech, 20 rushing and outpassed them by 30, and they still – lost the game because they only could score 10 points. So, if oh, you outrush and pass a team... Huge you know, loss. To me, now, tell me if I'm wrong, guys. Please comment. Uh, again, we well, thank you all for tuning in with us tonight. Matt and Todd Show. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, Applecast. Appreciate everybody. Please comment. Tell me. If you outpass and gain and outrush and gain somebody, mm-hmm. but you still lose the game and you only score 10 points... Yeah, scoring in the red. Your red zone trouble. Somebody's... Stopping you down there about twenty, mm-hmm. right? As I'm, right. I mean, that, right. I'm just assuming. I don't. Yes, know. yes. You're so, having trouble scoring. What's? I mean, is Virginia Tech's never been a powerhouse defense, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've always uh, not here lately. They used to be, uh, but I don't know. That's just a bad opener. Well, for Young North Beamers Carolina. at South Carolina. 
Yeah. So Beamer Ball is. is no more at Virginia Tech. Right. Uh, so I was Sean State. Sean Kilgrove said Iowa State always looks terrible early. They did. I agree with that. But uh, yeah, I hate North Carolina. North Carolina. We had them puffed up. Them and Iowa State. We thought they could probably beat Clemson. <laughs> yeah. And they may still and can. They, maybe they still can. Uh, that's a big loss. They will play Georgia State next week, Dane. Mac Brown. They should get back on the. Uh, get back on the. What do you call it? You got any other scores? I got a one or two. Uh, I've got a couple of upsets. Okay. Uh, well, I do have Kentucky beat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. Louisiana Monroe, forty-five to ten. Looked very good. Very good. Uh, Arkansas won. Yes, they beat Rice. Missouri barely beat Central Michigan. I've seen that. Connor Baltazar, their quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Missouri's supposed to have a very good very good team, and they may do it, but uh, they struggled with uh, Central Michigan yeah, that a little bit. Or what, was it Western? <laughs> I don't know. One of the Michigan schools. Yeah. Uh, but here's the game I want to talk about, Matt, and this is big. And you, know, you ain't heard nothing about it. Nobody said nothing about it. Montana beat Washington. I know. I, I've seen some the mascot battle about that. You know, the – and Washington and I'm going to go out on a limb here, and they say the biggest upset ever is App State beat Michigan. I'm going to call that the biggest upset ever. Montana, and then East Tennessee State beat Vandy. Uh, yeah, Vandy did take a L, so the conference didn't win all the way around. But mm-hmm. uh, I bet they beat them in Rowan. I bet Vandy could beat anybody <laughs> in Rowan. I don't know, Minnesota. Or the math bowl. Vandy is smart. They are smart. Texas one, Sarkeesian one. Thirty-eight, eighteen. They beat our uh, Raging Cajuns here. Uh, Raging Cajuns had three fifty-eight total yards against Sark. Uh, Texas puts up four thirty-five, two sixty-five passing quarterback car, and then uh, Robinson rushed for about a hundred and seventy or so, hundred fifty. So uh, he he looked comfortable on the sideline. He's got a good group of coaches there with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he does. They come out and scored good. I was a little worried about that game. But they control the line of scrimmage. The yeah. K- Raging Cages are a feisty bunch, very proud team. But Texas just control the line of scrimmage. Uh, the Longhorns will be playing your uh, – Wait just a second here. I got some more They'll be playing Woo Pig Suey next week. Who's that? Texas. Who they play? Woo Pig Suey. I don't know who that is. Arkansas. Next week? Yeah. All right. If I read it right, I'm and Arkansas right. won, beat Rice thirty-eight. Right, yes. USC beat San Jose State. Yeah. And the last one I've got, Matt, and this pretty much a wrap it up. Well, UAB did beat. Uh, I beat JSU. State. Wasn't a surprise. No. And uh, Texas A&M beat Kent State forty. Uh, yeah, uh, quarterback King. You got a new quarterback out there at A&M for. Uh, then we got one more to talk about. Uh, Forty-one to ten. Kings 21-33, 21 of thirty-three. Had 292 passing, Dean. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Uh, Coach Fisher is, is a quarterback whisperer, I guess, of sorts. He two is. touchdowns, but he threw three picks. But they had 600 yards of offense. Ooh, they can move the football. So that's the most yards of offense for the weekend. So sticker, helmet sticker goes to A&M for the most offense of the weekend. Well, the last. But they played Kent State. They played, did play Kent State. The last game I want to discuss, and I know you want to discuss it, and I think everybody knows what I'm fixing to talk about. LSU goes out to Los Angeles. Well, and, Gets upset 38-27, or was that an upset? Yeah, I think considering of, of – yes, because, and I'll give you my reason. All right. Because of the years of dominance by the SEC in general, mm-hmm. as a conference, as mm-hmm. it just means more, hashtag, mm-hmm. you can't go out to California and lay an egg. Um, but um, – UCLA uh, is good, though. Right? A lot of people have seen that coming – some of the insiders were talking about it. I was hesitant to pick LSU because we know what's inside the program, and they're they're dealing with a lot of they're things. They're dealing with a lot, a lot of transfers, and they're dealing with transfer some, out. Yeah, inside trouble because mm-hmm. there's some suspensions. There may be some NCAA infractions for Odell Beckham handing out money. Those things are going on right now in court with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnson fumbled the ball twice. He threw 46 passes and connected on 26, which was not very good. 46, that's a lot of throwing. Uh, I knew they could not get their running going. Yeah, Price was at 13 carries for 31 yards. Just not very good at all. Uh, wasn't very pleased with them up front. They were just out, out man most of the time. And, and LSU, and being a Bama fan, we follow them closely to mm-hmm. know when we see them play Bama, they fight. All mm-hmm. night long. It's like mm-hmm. after Bama plays LSU the next morning, they can't walk. Right, right, right. They don't have that dog in them no more. Mm-hmm. That that mean 
like you know that voodoo weird thing that they carry with them that they're mm-hmm. just mean mm-hmm. uh so they don't seem to be that Boutte is a good ball player though isn't he He's the star of the night. Nine why catches, do you think forty-eight yards. Why do you think it, this, this has happened? What's the what's the Well, I still this? don't think they've bounced back from losing everybody off that national championship team. I mean, they literally lost everybody. I think your OC coach was a big part of that. Big part of that. that Brady and, losing him, uh, losing him hurt. And I hate this for uh, Orgeron because I'm afraid he's going to go down in <coughs> history as the he won one, but he won it because of his assistance. But he did make those hires. <coughs> See, you like, can't take full credit away from him. Gene says that Auburn wins one, and right, Malzahn kind of got the pit, and Newton piddled it away, and yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think they're going to be on him hard. I think it's a combination of, and uh, they're going to have to have a good year, which I did think they come on and played pretty good last year. But uh, if he does not have a good year, look for Orgeron to make an exit. They. And also the same with Mike Leach. They got to develop these players better, man. You know that's what we were talking about uh, with some Auburn connections that I have down there. You know, they're. Um, I'll say this real quick. Their AD applied for the uh, Michigan or East West uh, another job, uh, mm-hmm. Big Ten area, mm-hmm. without everybody knowing it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so now Auburn kind of don't like it. They're kind of there's there's some frazzles coming apart at Auburn with the AD mm-hmm. and him looking for another job and. It'd be like you looking to go to another show and you don't tell me that you're leaving. Man, I got something to tell you, buddy. Live on the air. <laughs> me so, and Manny's been working on something. No, I'll go ahead. So that with that being said, at, at Auburn is what I'm getting to with LSU, the development of players. Um Auburn's run into that. Yes. Yes, Auburn has, and LSU now, seems to be they're running into that door. I don't understand all the players leaving LSU. They've had more than one lead. It's, it's infractions. They're coming. Something's I mean, going to go down. I mean, one of their best receivers transferred to Georgia. Like Georgia don't have any receivers. I mean, Georgia's loaded with good receivers. And we got to remember one thing about Georgia. They look great, and Pickens isn't even playing. Let me ask you one thing about Georgia. Georgia fans, Benton Birds, I yeah. know you watch this. Mike Weeks may be watching it. Yeah, let's go back on Georgia. I, with Pickens be not being there. Okay, I saw where Daniels did good. He managed the game good. He had 22 completions for 130 yards. That's six yards a catch. That's not good. With Pickens gone, does that hurt Daniels? Yeah. Because Pickens is a deep threat. Well, that's Does he not have a deep threat? Yeah, that's your, in racing, that's your extra go button. I found Mm -hmm. a steering wheel. You can hit that, you know, spray for another shot and get you on down the road. So now they don't have to. Without that other shot, man. ah. That could be a, that could hurt them. If he don't have a deep threat, I think he's a good quarterback. I don't know that he's the second-best quarterback in the conference anymore. But, I, I mean, he's not bad. No, he's not bad. I don't want to bash the kid, but I've never been sold on him. He don't – and <clears throat> he's not one of them, really. He don't – he didn't start there. He transferred right, in. Right. And it's not like a lineman transferring in where you don't – he's not – the quarterback is the spotlight. He's the yeah. – the, um, you know – unnecessarily said, quote, leader of the team, hmm. which not always they are. Right. Some quarterbacks are not outspoken enough to be. So I. Well, them having a good running game will take some heat off of him. I'm just wondering early if he can't find it. And they may find one, but not having a deep threat. Because six yards of completion. I mean, like, okay, let's take Bryce Young. He averaged 13 of completion yesterday. And JT Daniels averaged six. Yeah, like Bobo's doing with Knicks. They're they're they are throwing short game stuff, but he's letting him stretch the field some too. Right. But he's also letting Bo check at the line and make adjustments on the fly. Right. right and that's right. been that's been a big change for Bo. And I think that that goes to say how inept of a developer of a quarterback Gus Malzahn is. Right. Because Example one is just what you saw yesterday and what we've seen at the Auburn spring game mm-hmm. for him to be able to check the line and change the play. Obviously, Bo's not dumb, and he can check the plays because he played at Pennsylvania. I think he won a lot mm-hmm. of football games. Yeah, he won two state championships. Okay, so there you go. Mm-hmm. So they take the steering wheel out of Bo's hands last year. Now this guy's recognizing his talent as fourth the same way you got to do that. you got to be able to trust mm-hmm. your quarterback. So, LSU, this Johnson kid, their coordinator, 
I think that's a lot of their problems. What well, quarterback? It is, and yeah. what I'm saying, I'm making that point to say that maybe Johnson <clears throat> is not uh, inept enough in his ability to to, to be a Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, huh? I, and coaching goes into that. So they're just trying to do the best they can with what they got. Well, they're hurting without Brady. There's no doubt about that. that Joe Brady. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the plug-in that made everything work. And yeah. when you unplug that switch, all everything, every light in the room goes out. A coach can't make a difference. And usually not a – Players do make plays, yes. Yeah, they do. They just had a great marriage and they connected well. Because the year yeah. before, remember what Burr did? He did okay. He was getting drilled. I remember him dragging his dead, lifeless body across the ground. Bama was beating the brakes off of him. Yeah. You know. And then the next year, he's unstoppable. Because they had somebody come in and recognize what and they he's had. he's developed him so well that he's one of the best players. I mean, you ought to see him on the fantasy. I mean, he's he's very highly touted to be a great pro. It's just about making the best lemonade you can make. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a lot of sugar, you just got to make the best lemonade you can mm-hmm. make. And that's what he done. And that's... I will say Alabama, Bryce Young, this cat's not very tall. Uh, uh-huh. He don't throw the ball as probably as deep as Mac Jones can. Right. But O'Brien just comes in, sees what he's got, makes the best darn lemonade he can make. Yeah, O'Brien's a good coach. Yeah. Uh, and some of the plays looked a little similar. Did you notice some mm-hmm. of the receivers right. coming in and running they that did. circle and back out? He may have took something out of the pages, Sarkeesian. Sure. I wouldn't think I mean, he would need to, but he could have. Why wouldn't he? It was successful. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it was. Uh, and back to Georgia, Daniels is. I just don't know. I, I'm not. Well, he didn't do bad yesterday. They just didn't stretch the field much, but maybe they can. And Clemson is still pretty good on defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, look. Now that's what we got to remember. Now everybody's got all pumped up. Now slow down a little bit. Now Georgia did win, and y'all won the game. But, uh, you know, let's go back and just look at this other part right here now. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Georgia. Uh, 10-3. Now, Ugalay, you know, had 178 yards. But the, the thing was, uh, he, Georgia only had uh, uh, yeah, 120 yards rushing. Right, right. And all those studs they got. Mm-hmm. So, now, that's what I was getting at. Uh, so, like you just said, mm-hmm. be, be, you know, uh, for some credit is due, Clemson did hold your run game to Clemson right at 100 yards. great on defense. They I played mean, fantastic. Georgia only scored 10 points. Yeah, 10 points and had less than 300 yards. Anytime you can hold a college football team to less than 300 yards, I mean, because let's face it, they play for – 60 minutes, man. They run 60-something plays. High school teams run 50 plays a game. College runs 65 and 70. If you can score 10 points and win a college football game. Yeah, you got a good defense. <laughs> yeah. So, Clemson's defense, I mean, they only give up – they only give up – a few. that one they scored was just a bust. But I mean – Right, right. I mean, it, it was. He threw an interception. They didn't score. The offense did not score. They so, scored three points. Let's remember this. It's a tie game. Yeah, 3-3. Three, three. Both offenses equally. Or we could say both defenses equally great. Yeah. It hurt both offenses. We don't know that the offenses. I'm going to throw this out there. Maybe the offenses aren't bad. Maybe those defenses are I think good. both the defenses. I did see a trend in better defense yesterday. Did you know? Yeah, I did too. I don't know if it's Thank God. this COVID stuff is <laughs> how this stuff has changed practice. Well, see, last year it was offense. They were breaking records all over the place. Nobody yeah. could stop anybody. Yeah. Alabama even gave up 650 yards one game. Yeah. Which, and I just didn't see that yesterday. I think the way practice is going now, mm-hmm. since the COVID stuff has changed a little, I, I think you're going to get back to more of that. And, uh, guys, if y'all been watching, it seems like maybe people are running the ball a little more now. Yes. Have you noticed, noticed that? It. Brent? Hutchins, he's going to love this. But, yes, they're going back to that. I'm telling you, the game's evolving, in my opinion. Probably not the pro game, but high school, it's evolving back around. It is. That's why you hit the subscribe (laughs) button. Matt and Todd show. (laughs) I think in the two years, I mean, you know, I've been to three high school games this year. That's And I've, at the Gillsville game, the team that threw more, Guilford threw 13, 11 times. Uh, Whitesburg threw 30. Guilford won. Uh, last week, Piedmont, Center, I think Center might have threw 20 times. Piedmont threw seven. And then the other night, what did 
Gills, I mean, combined, Cedar Bluff and Valley Head may have thrown 25 passes. Yeah. So, yeah. The games we've been to, it's been ground and pound for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Wattsburg didn't much. They did throw a lot. but uh, More than we thought they Center were. threw a lot that first game. Yeah. But I, obviously they didn't know the night if they rushed for 350 yards. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, again, let's, we'll, we'll click that over. Hey, congratulations to our – Big yeah. Diamond Player of the Week again. Well, Michael Mitchell, I'd like Michael. to meet him. Yeah, I'll uh, probably, we'll catch him out there tomorrow maybe. Give him a shirt and his, and his card. And uh, so that's about it for the week, Dean. We've had a great show. We could we could, uh, we could, could go on and do more. But yeah, we'll, we'll have, have a everybody. guest on here again at some point. Yeah, we'll have some more coaches come on. We'd like to get uh, uh, Coach Howard to come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they're busy. And uh, I'd like to get Coach Kelly to come back. We ain't had him since the gym. And he just, he just lives right up the road here. probably been a year ago. Well, right at it. <clears throat> Yep, right up road from us. Coach Heath's been on. And, of course, we got to get Nap. I mean, Nap. that's just without yeah. speaking. Beckett he's, last He's week. called in and talked to us. Brian yeah. has. Yeah. But uh, we'd love to get uh, Kelly and Howard and mm-hmm. Brian to come on. Uh, of course, so, uh, guys, we appreciate it. And uh, we'll let our sponsors run us out of here. Uh, we love you guys, and, and we appreciate it. And, as always, uh, keep your heads clear. Keep your hearts full of God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And have a great week, and have a happy Labor Day. Peace. Is that Labor Day because we're going to work and then I'm working? <laughs> nah, I'm going off. You off. All right, see you, podcast people. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Podcast Live. Podcast Live. What's up? Spotify, Applecast. Ooh-wee. We're fixing to kick it off right here. Man, it's just about that time. This clock. I'm gonna cut this down a little bit. We're gonna talk in on it. All right, good people of Cherokee County. This is Big Matt. What's going on, everybody, today? Sean yeah. Kilgrove's watching. Sean, I'll call you after this. I just got my phone charged up. All right, let's see here. What we got going on? What's up, everybody? Big Matt Diamond Dane in the house again. Dean, we've had another college football, man. Week. Another good week. Of successful football. Uh, this week, guys, we're going to go over uh, the game that we covered in person, Cedar Bluff Valley Head game. We're going to cover that. And, of course, we'll have our player of the week from the area. We'll have all our scores, and uh, we'll have all that stuff for you. And, of course, college ball. Yeah, yeah we'll break down and take a little one-minute break and uh, flip over to college stuff and, mm-hmm. and uh, break down everything that happened last night. And there are some games today. Uh Let's see, we got FSU Notre Dame at 6.30, and Ole Miss and Louisville play tomorrow. Without Lane Kiffin. Yeah. I don't think it'll make a difference. I probably, mean, I don't. He can probably do it via, what do you call it? Yeah, probably on a headset. On a headset, yeah. All right, well, let's thank our sponsors, Dean, while we got them up Zoom. here, while Zoom. we're thinking about them. Hit it over. Turkey Eye Clinic, uh, J.R. and from McKenzie. Appreciate them for all their help. They're always big help for the community and our show to help the kids. Kevin's lying on landscaping. He's out there working hard. Talked to him the other day. Of course, Scott Lloyd. He was at the game of the night. Got to yeah, shoot up with him. Talk to him a little bit. It's always good to see him. Warrior Gym. Uh, they're growing, and and the gym's just getting bigger and better. And uh, remember, you can always catch us anywhere. All those little places there. And our newest sponsor, the Colbert Law Firm. Guys, Corey Colbert. Go over and see him. One hundred and one First Avenue Main Street. Uh, we love Corey and everything that he, he helps out with the kids. And, man, he, he always That's has been stats a... stats for Galesville. Yeah, he's always been a, a, yeah. a big part to... He just enjoys helping. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he just genuinely yeah. does. Sends yeah. me the stats every Saturday. Yeah. Every Saturday. Sometimes, don't, a lot of times, I don't even have to ask. <laughs> Sometimes. We're, uh, we're, he's, we're he's excited. Big. And we're lucky to have uh, good sponsors, too. Yeah, we do. We that help us sponsor. do things. That help us get uh, our cards and shirts and stuff we get for the kids and... Uh, Help us get out to the games and cover them and get mm-hmm. pictures and, and uh, see them and talk about them. Uh, so uh, with all that out of the way, Dean, uh, let's get into some local stuff right off the all bat. Right. Sounds we'll, good to who, me. Who you want to go 
first week. You want to talk about the game we went to first? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, heat it up. Right, Sig Bluff played Valley Head. Valley Head won the uh, uh, region last year, so right. this is a little revenge for that game. We had to travel up there last year, lost a close one up there. So this year, 33-26, good game. Uh, kind of got hectic there at the end. Uh, Cedar Bluff's up 27-26 with, what, um, two minutes left? Yeah. Jacob Burleson breaks a 70-yarder, and I heard some fans say it, and I didn't think them about it. It's like, dang, he should have. He should have hit the ground, but what no. kid's going to hit the ground when he breaks one? Yeah. I mean, I've not seen a kid yet break a long one in that situation and just dive on the ground. Yeah, that's, yeah. But, uh, yeah, trying to think, oh, they score too quick or, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. But you know, getting one, break one loose like that, they're right. trying to score. Right. And Valley Head did uh, drive back down to about the 30, 25, and threw one in the end zone. Bucky Leak intercepted it yeah. uh, to seal that victory. Send Cedar Bluff to 1 and 0 in the region. Uh, one one overall. It was a good game, good atmosphere. Yeah, we had they had a big crowd there. Good big the crowd, night. good atmosphere. There we we got to see uh, some long touchdown runs, a kickoff return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Did you know that boy? And Sean, I know you're watching a Brown kid for Valley Head run a kickoff back eighty five yards. Of course, you know who his daddy was, uh, Anthony Brown. So, uh, what what this? Uh, also, uh, now New England Revolution versus South Georgia. What's that? Uh, what is that? During the, I don't know. During okay. the the game, uh, had a lot of penalties. Both teams. A ton. Of, I bet there's twenty five flags. Yeah, a lot of penalties. Um, a lot of loss of yards from both teams on both sides of the ball. Uh, both teams are definitely going to be working on cleaning up things this week. Uh, we we know that for sure. And uh, Cedar Bluff will be traveling to, to Summington Christian mm-hmm. as they continue on in region play. Try to make it, try to get above 500 and be 2 and 0 in region play. Yeah. That's a tough out, though. Yeah. Summington. Summington's, they were pretty good last year. Uh, so we're going to see how that kind of turns out for the Tigers. Coach Beckett got his first win there as a Tiger, got mm-hmm. his uh, ice bath dumped on yeah. there, his first. Uh, ice another, bucket there at Cedar Bluff. So another three hour. We've been to three straight three hour games. Again, yeah. it happened again, guys. It three happened straight. again. We're uh, just under ten hours. We're nine hours forty five minutes in our three games. One of them was a lightning delay. Yeah, I can't help that. I have no idea why the guilt was uh, so long. Probably there was some penalty. I guess the penalty. That must be what it is. Held that one up the other night. There was at least twenty. Okay, yeah. I said twenty five. At least twenty. Yeah, there was. Uh, a lot of excitement though. Hard nosed. Good football. Not a lot of throwing. No. A yeah. lot of just running between the tackles and around the end. No, the little tailback for Valley Head, 24. Oh, he was tough. He's just a fast little guy. He he was all over the field. They had trouble tackling him. Uh, but, uh, you know, defensively, we'll talk about uh, Dylan Kennard. I talked to him after the game, mm-hmm. and I asked him uh, how, you know, what did he kind of do self-wise, not just team-wise, but for self to adjust mm-hmm. and to come out and make a difference for the second half. And he said, um, he said, I didn't really adjust a lot. Um, the game just seemed to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing more of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So he, he just had kind of adapted himself to the game. And uh, he's looking forward to the challenge of going to Summerton mm-hmm. this week. So good Maybe luck to game. Dylan yeah. and, and the offense and Jacob. It was his birthday was, was right. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, good so, birthday gift. Yeah. Uh, Charles Jeff Hall says he wants to hear how five did. Uh, they 50. got beat. <laughs> yeah, they won fifty to nothing. Fifty to nothing, and it was like forty to nothing at halftime. Yeah. So they beat Collinsville other night. Uh, they got beat by a local university around here. Yeah, uh, forty-seven straight for five, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, uh, hey, uh, Spring Garden, they pitch another shutout, guys. Uh, they're they're on another tear again to make a good run at it this year. They've Coach, not been scored on this year. Yeah, Coach Howard and, and the coaches over there, uh, they're doing a great job. The boys are, are really a good mixture this year. Equal, they're throwing the ball, running the ball. They're playing tough defense. I saw where Pope. They win 28-0, to zero, by the way. Pope had 144 Yeah, yeah, well, some stats on the. Uh, Coach Howard sent them to me. Pope, 144. They had 452 overall. Wow. They're averaging 450 a game. Guys, they're giving up about 50 yards a game, maybe less. Uh, this unreal landing goings led by landing goings yeah. on the offense. Floyd, Austin, and uh, Pope, obviously mm-hmm. on the the other Pope on the offense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the other Pope and uh, goings on defense. I'm sorry. Yeah, that they're just uh, this and uh, what I'll say is they're going to play Locust Fort next. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they will be at home. Garden will go over and check them out Friday night. Uh, we'll be split up mm-hmm. uh, doing, I'll be at Coosa game while in Galesville, and he'll be at uh, Warrior Stadium over here. We're going to watch Center and Aniston. And yeah. uh, Aniston's going to be in town. And, you know, to kind of tie in with that, uh, we'll move into Sandrock. Sandrock wins 32 to 13. They will be at Gaston. So that puts me on the, this comment, Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's early. Uh, we, we talked about Coach Heath and the guys and what he's got going on out there. They're looking pretty good. We said they'd be a dark horse in this 2A, and um, they, they just, uh, you got some of their numbers. Yeah, I got their numbers right here. Now, you want to share is... with us? They're on a collision course. Well, he looks it up, but guys will tell you, uh, the Garden and, and, and the Rock are on a collision course to meet each other, and it's going to be a sure enough throwdown football game, and it's going to be at San Rock. They're going to play on into October. So uh, I think it'll be a great game. Uh, okay, I got the the yards here. Cornejo rushed for... 190 yards. Wow. 190 190 yards on 15 carries. That's going to put him uh, around 320 in two weeks. That's Ashley 5 for 8, 101 yards passing. They run 46 plays. And Ashley's rushed for, I mean, he's already thrown for over 200 yards. Hey, good, had 93 yards. Uh, How many total yards did San Rock have? They rushed for over three, 409 total Yes, yards. 409 total, uh, give up 331 total. Uh, so they've see. had 476. Had 16 first downs. They only had five penalties, which is not too bad. Four, uh, 476 one week and 409 the next. OP for a 51 yard and Corneo for a 34 yard on receiving. Uh, Crider had 7.5 tackles and Bradley Jackson had 2.5. Uh, Turner and Pruitt had four apiece, and Corneo had five, and True Graham coming up playing that spot. Mm-hmm. We, we keep an eye on him, too. Um, come in and played really good, had several tackles. Um, just rushed the ball. Now, hey, good, our, our player of the week last week, yards this he week. had 93 yards. I think he was a, a little sore from practice or something. Mm-hmm. So uh, he got 18 touches, but he, but he had two touchdowns. So, uh, so hey, good, and – Cornejo have combined for over 500 yards. Ten Rocks rushed for 308 in both games. And uh, Spring Gardens rushed for over 300 this week. I mean, it's just we yeah, got offense is moving on right now. This is tuning up to be a game. Yeah. When, yeah. They, when they do play each other. When is that? Which will be, it's in, I'm pretty sure it's October. I've, I remember. Uh, I know last year it seemed like it was late. They'll play October the 15th at Sandrock. Write that on your calendar. Uh, if you're interested in 2A football in this area, you want to be about week eight. at Sandrock yeah. October 15th if you want to see a game. If the things keep going the way they're going and nobody gets hurt, God bless both of them mm-hmm. and the coaches. Uh, we don't want any injuries. We want We'd love to see them too battle it out. Yeah, we're building it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We just cut. We just tell it like we're it is. They're, they're both playing really good, and we're very proud of them. I don't know who their out of region game is in week five, but I wouldn't be shocked if they both win that undefeated uh, with the way they're playing right now. Next week looks for well, Cle- no, they'll play Hope Spring Club. Gardens at Cleveland, uh, and then uh, we'll be at the Southeastern game. So I'll mm-hmm. play the seventeenth. They play their out of region game is at Collins. And San Rocks is, I mean, Spring Spring Gardens Gardens is hosting Host Bluff. That'd be a good game. It would be a good game. Mm -hmm. It was a good game last year. It was. I think. Tell you guys, don't go over thinking that big school Host Bluff is just going to beat. No, that was a very good game last year. Just, just, I'm telling you, go over and get your steak sandwich and just sit down (laughs) and watch the game. We just want to go over and get a steak sandwich. We ain't even going to watch a game, are we? No. Just leave. We're playing tonight. (laughs) <laughs> what people doing here? I will say this: the concession stands around here are fantastic. They're all yeah. They all I have mean, their own things that to do. Gills always has chicken and stuff. It's they're always good. good. Um, well, now we our, our last two we got Gills will cover and Center. Center travels Dean to Springville. They win thirty five twenty one. They will be playing at home hosting Aniston next week. Uh, we got a little bit of stuff yep. for them about Center from uh, Mitchell Kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damien had a good night. He oh, even had gosh. a scooping score. Uh, well, you, anytime two backs gained uh, 150 yards. Yeah. Green, not Green, not Michael Green. He used to play for Alabama. LaMichael Mitchell. Yep. And Damien Ramsey had over 150 yards. And Ramsey also uh, had a scooping score, is what yeah. I read in the paper. Yeah. 
Uh, so center with over 400 yards of offense. Over 400. A lot of people went over 400 this week. Yeah. Ramsey had a long, had 66 receiving. He had over 200 yards and a scooping score. Great player. Good young man. And Mitchell had, uh, it sounds like Cooper, Hopper settled down and had a good game. Mm-hmm. You know, he bounced back. Yeah. He's a he's a determined young man. Oh, uh, he yeah. will not he's not gonna let the Piedmont game get him down. No, they ain't no need to. And, just, you uh, just keep moving on. Sounds like they just moved on and did well. What kind of tackles do you have any def- I don't have any tackles. Have defense on stuff. Huh. Yeah, anybody wants to send the stats for the center game? I do for the Galesville game. If you are no. watching, we try to get stats for these teams mm-hmm. and uh, we just sometimes can't get them for some teams. Mm-hmm. It's uh, tough. But we've done better this and year. We're, we're more than willing to share. So don't think yeah. that you're not hearing it because we don't want to share it. <laughs> no, no. If we had it, trust me, we love the kids and, and the coaches and we want to we share it. Uh, the last game in our area here was Gelsville. They just go up there and just put the big goose egg on Appalachian. 30 to nothing. 30 to nothing. Uh, Coach Knapp jumps out there on them quick. It looked like they will be at Coach the Christian this Friday, which is where I will be uh, this Friday. That, that's going to be a matchup. 380 yards. They've already had a 460 yard. Let me figure this up right quick. I'm decent at math. Gelsville's averaging about three or 400 yards a game right now. Uh, pushed it to him one, 100 penny, 148 yards on seven carries. Had 381 total, 335 rushing. Riley Mitchell, 13 tackles. 13 tackles. Six behind the line. Wow. And in two games, he's made close to 30 wow. tackles. I don't know how many behind the line, probably eight or nine. Good job, big man. We were kidding him yesterday and said, he, he said this, this was funny. Uh, I said, were they all for a loss? And he said, yes, sir. I don't make tackles downfield. <laughs> <laughs> so, me and his daddy's like, every tackle he makes is for a loss. That's good stuff. So, uh, but 30 tackles in two ball games. Yeah. And they're really playing well. Yeah. Running the ball, you got doing uh, a good job. Higgins running. You got Hunter Penny running. You got Michael Reynolds running. Now, Jacob Gordon's Jacob back Gordon, there running. He had 67 yards the other day. So, they could just run the Notre Dame box back there. You don't know who's going to get it. And each and any of them could, could cut loose with it. I'd say I... And all four of them are tough running backs, yeah. and it could be, it might be one. You know, the first game we went to, it was Higgins and Reynolds. Yeah. The other night, it was Penny. Yeah. You know. And Jacob. And uh, so, so, good luck trying to defend them this week, Coach uh, O'Brien. I, I talked to him uh, the other day. Uh, congratulate him on the big win they had over there, and he's he's getting ready uh, to. To face the Trojans and the Conquerors, therefore the two will meet up. I'm excited about that game. It's, it's going to be, be a, a good, good statement um, for your 1A region there for both to kind of see where they're at. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? They find out a lot about each other. Kind of see where everybody is. So, both of them 2 and one right? Yeah. Um, both losing to teams that you kind of think, you kind of felt like that. They, you know, they were they they supposed to win the right, game. Right, yeah. Right, so, right. Uh, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna be excited about that one, and uh, that's our area stuff that we have uh, for down here. Dean, what's some other roundabout ways? I told you, Chris, Coos Christian won't be with a forty-nine to nothing. We won't cover that. Somebody just called me. Really, guys? <laughs> they must not watch the show. That's okay. All right, other games. Outer upsets North Sand. I don't know if it's an upset, but they beat North Sand Mountain thirteen to seven, five fifty to nothing, forty-seven straight. I don't even know what his record is. I think it's, I think he's off three or four games since he's been up there. A-Rab beats Fort Payne 20-7. to seven. That's a big win right there. Don't you agree? Uh, let's see. Where did I have there? <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, yes. Well, yeah, I, I thought. I thought I thought Fort Payne might win that. Fort Payne <laughs> drops to 0-3 for the first time in. I don't ever remember Fort Payne being 0-3. Hoax Bluff beat uh, Pleasant Valley 41 nothing. Piedmont beat Sacks 28-12. I had some people now, actually say to me they thought that that might be an upset. I did too. We we were hearing a lot of stuff about Piedmont Sacks game. Uh, Sacks has really put together a lot of players, and uh, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and we've watched Piedmont play. Well, just Piedmont's just not an easy team to beat. It seemed like they were holding back on offense a little bit, you know, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like four touchdowns is enough. They are just playing out lights out defense this year. Oh yeah, they're good. I mean, they've got twelve points in two games, and they're playing. They've played sacks and center. It's not like they've played, you know, the school for the blind in these two games. They've oh, played right. sacks and center. And yeah, twelve points. Two respectful opponents. Also in that area up there, Plainview beats Pisgah fifty-four to forty. Ooh. Wow. 
That's uh, a what a ball game. Now I don't know. Plain view. If it was fifty four to nothing at one time and they put forty on, I don't know the situation. See, but I, that was the fun. I read off offline they had zero. Yeah. Fifty four to nothing. Well, I was told by somebody from that area that it was actually fifty four to forty. That sounds more believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Hatchie Dean beats uh, Welburn. 36 to 15. Hatchie's rolling this year. Kind of, it was at Welburn, so I picked Welburn just because me and Amos had chatted about that for just a few minutes. I think Welburn lost a lot. That's kind of, let's see, what was some other 2A? Oh, 2A Lynette wins 26 21 over BB Comer. That's BB that's Comer kinda, supposed to, yeah. Very good. One of the better teams they've ever had in a long time. Uh, Cleveland Bleak, Cleveland Bleaks. That's a new team. Check them out. Cleveland they will Bleaks. be playing Friday. Not the Friday. No, the Cleveland Bleaks. Bleaks. <laughs> All right, Cleveland wins sixty-two to nineteen over the team that's coming Ooh. up to Sandrock. Uh, they're going to be placing Sandrock. They're going to be playing Spring Garden. Uh, Locust Fort will be playing Spring Garden this weekend. They take a, a tough one on the chin. Uh, Cleveland hangs sixty-two on. You got any five four A stuff? Down? I know. Well, I do have Aniston over Jacksonville. Jacksonville, uh, twenty-two to nine. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, some other just basic scores. Coach Christian beat Wibble 49 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Another 4A score. Etowal blanked yeah. Aniana 33 30 to nothing. Nice. That's, uh, Hanley beats Munford 40 to 10. Uh, 5A ball just mentioned Gunnersville wins 34 to 19. Leeds beats Lincoln 19 to 13. Mm-hmm. I think that's no, a, we heard Leeds was going to be good pretty this good. year. That's from Namath. Uh, Boaz uh, blankets Crossville. 53 to nothing. Oh, that's pretty bad. Uh, 6A, Oxford over Scottsboro, 24 to 7. Uh, we did Fort Payne. Pinson Valley, 38-21 over Gardendale. And we'll finish off with Thompson beating Tuscaloosa County, 58-0. Hoover wins 34 to 6 over Vestavia Hills. And Auburn beats Prattville, 20 to 14. And your local team, uh, Gadsden City, falls to Oak Mountain, 17. Tyler Crane. Seven. Cedar Bluff's on Tyler Crane. Seventeen to seven. Uh, yep, Tyler Crane gets a win. There's not, there's not been a ton of head coaches from Cedar Bluff. I'm talking about that went to high school there. Tyler's one of them. Obviously, Jonathan McCorder's one of them. Uh, and uh, Tyler, congrats to him. He's three and zero. Three and zero. And that's big time. I mean, the Oak Mountains are seven A. Yeah, and I heard they were very good. Had some. Very good player, so congrats to him. Yeah. I'm proud of him for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you're managing a lot of stuff when you're coaching 7A football. Yeah, yeah, I would think. You're managing probably 8 or 10 coaches and 70 or 80 players. Seems like yesterday I was doing fishtails on a jet ski, and he was on there with me. <laughs> I mean, that was – and now he's coaching Oak Mountain. Look at there. I mean, it's just – They grow up so fast. They do. I mean, he was just a little kid. Uh, it's good, man. I'm proud for him. They all got to grow. Uh, that's kind of local stuff, and we'll finish our local stuff before we take a 10-second break just to flip the page over here. Mm-hmm. Our player of the week, Dean, uh, this was hard, man. Yes, it was, because we had some great performances. I mean, it could have. Pope had a good one, Jacob Burleson. It could have went back to Sandrock on the player. I mean, mm-hmm. we try to give it to each school each week, and, of course, they got to win. Right. And it needs to be a different school or you know, sometimes you can just give to the same school every week. So we try to do a different school every right. week and, and a different player, of course. You know, we'll try to. Yeah, we try to spread swap them. it up. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's weeks where we could give it to two two players in a row. Oh, yeah. The same guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Hunter I'm, Penny is also in the running for this. Yeah. Uh, but, and Damian Ramsey, obviously, Damian too, was in man. the run. They were good. They, they all had put up good stats. Uh, Corneo had good yeah. numbers. Ace throw balled some and. But we got a first timer this this week, LaMichael yeah. Mitchell. LaMichael Mitchell, uh, congratulations being Big Diamond Player of the Week. Uh, I actually spoke to him the other day uh, through uh, uh, Instagram or something. Just I talked to some of them. I can catch mm-hmm. them on there and just tell them good luck. Right. Keep practicing hard. Keep working hard. He's good. He's good. 158 yards and three touchdowns. So uh, hard work does pay off. Uh, he had a great game. And if I'm not mistaken, now he plays both ways. Does he, he does, not? Yeah. Okay. We watched him at the Piedmont game. We, yeah. You know, we kept. Yeah. We kept picking ourselves, looking at like who's. Seven. We thought. I thought he was Gresham. No, CJ's. At he's first, one, I yeah. thought they said Gresham, and uh, but it was Mitchell. So I, I'm not sure. I don't know the young man, but uh, it looks like him, I and he had 50 yards against Piedmont. 
on about eight carries. So he's yeah, he's uh, having himself a fine year so yeah, far. Yeah, congratulations to him. That's uh, you know y'all just keep doing what you're doing out there, and uh, we're proud of all, everybody in the county. One day, everybody all. Wish we could have that every week. Well, we can't. They all play each other. <laughs> so, double win. I see it. Double win. That's it. But we won't. We could have that again this week. Yeah, we could. Uh, Everybody in the county could win again this week. Yeah, very possible. So what we got right now? We got Spring Garden two and zero, Sandrock two and zero, Bluff one and one, Gillsville two and one, and Center one and one and one. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and they're all going to face, they're really getting into region play now. These are going to be some, you know, region games, mm-hmm. Spring Garden with Locust Ford and uh, Sand Rock. Uh, uh, news from Georgia. Uh, I don't know a lot about scores. Chattooga did not get to play again this week because of COVID. But they are supposed to take the field next week against Northwest Whitfield. Hopefully. They've played one game. Another and they've had two. They've had two. I don't know if they've postponed them. Or if they're forfeited, I have no idea. But uh, they're struggling with that. That's hard on the coach to go three weeks without playing. Mm. And, you know, a lot of that you can't even practice. No. So. Well, let's round it up, and uh, we'll flip over here to our uh, college stuff. Give me just a second, and we'll, uh, we'll be right back. Hang on just a second. Let's go back off for a second. All right. I got some Mike Kill music playing. We'll get our college stuff out. College news, all right? North State, Coastal Carolina. Got LSU stuff. Okay. All right, let me find my stuff here. All right, guys. We'll see you guys. Spotify, Applecast. All your local news is done. We're going to click it over to the next one if you want to hear college ball. Uh, just click on the next podcast and uh, we appreciate you and we love you. Thanks for listening. Big Matt and Diamond Dean. Catch you on the next one.